Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, friends, and welcome to our third and final hour right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything pinballs. Or pinballs shouldn't be plural. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Thanks for being here. We're going to do uh, part two of Am I the Ass Hat in just a little bit, but got a couple comments about the last one on social talking about the family wanting to wear, uh, or the guy that did not want to wear matching shirts to Disney. And uh, somebody asked a question. Um, what's the shell wants to know? Hey, what's the goofiest shirts you have worn at Disney? And well, like I said, Dawn and I, we, we didn't we didn't do matching shirts um, in, in the big trip of the 10 when we did the 10 people and nor did we at Christmas. But um, for Colin and I, the I think the, the funniest thing and it was crafty. So Alexis would appreciate it. Colin bought me a Disney dad t-shirt um, and people thought we were making a birth announcement when we posted it. Um, oh, no. And then, but then Colin got crafty and went to a craft store and bought a D Y and ironed on um, and turned it into Disney daddy. Um, so oh, that, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was, uh, cool. that, it was our nice. way around. Yeah, it was our way around that. So that was fantastic. But the Y is around in my armpit. It, it go, goes yeah. too far, so you can't really see the Y at all times. Anyway, what's part two? What's part two? All right. Am I the asshat for sending an invoice to my wife's cousin after she didn't have space for us at her wedding? Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, I need to make some explanation on this okay well he writes he says i own a printing company that i run with my wife her cousin came to us and wanted us to do some signage banners guest books life-size cutouts for her wedding we do all that we do this all the time for friends weddings and events and we never charge we're happy to help out and it's usually a fun time working together to make some really good stuff for their wedding A few weeks ago, a few weeks before the wedding, her wedding planner tells us that they need all of the items by a certain date so they can set it up for the wedding. At this point, we hadn't received our wedding invitations and didn't even know when the actual wedding was. My wife texts her to clarify and asked if we missed the invitation somehow. And her cousin replies, Oh, we downsized the wedding and we decided we decided to have just close family and friends and they didn't have space for us in their small venue. 
My wife and I were pretty hurt and insulted. And on top of that, we spent close to $2,000 on all the materials. Her cousin and the wedding planner kept making tiny revisions to the artwork, had us print samples to see how it would look in person, resize several of the items a few times. All of that costs a ton of time and money, and we're a functioning business, so we either had to delay other orders or stay late and print her stuff on our own time. So I went ahead and I billed her for our cost and said that we needed payment before delivery because I'm not going to chase her down for months or weeks or years after the wedding. We're not making money on it. We just charged her for the cost of materials. So far, we've gotten threatening calls from the cousin, her fiance, random family members of my wife's and that I don't even know. Some of the groomsmen basically calling us asshats. After the harassment, I'm considering charging full price or else we won't deliver the items. Am I the asshat here? Six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Join the conversation. No. Look, it's always treacherous when you mix family and business, and family and money, even friends um, with business. Believe me, friends and money and business. Um, no, business is business, and printing is expensive. You can ask our friend Stephanie Hansen about that. Um, it is really pricey and they did this. And also if I'm, if I listen to you correctly, Lex, she is basically just doing cost. Yeah. No, I mean, come on. And plus it's really tacky to then not invite them. No, not the asshat, not the asshat. Don, what do you think? I totally agree with you. He's not the asshat, no. um, especially if he's just doing cost. And if she can afford to hire a wedding mm-hmm. planner, which yep. I'm sorry, those are not just two hundred dollars. Probably the price of the printing, mm-hmm. you know, a couple grand, something like that. Then yeah. you can you can pay unless that person's working for free. <laughs> oh gosh, if they are, they need to rethink things. But yeah, yeah I just that's that is so incredibly rude, you know. There's that they should be celebrated and actually mentioned at the wedding, you know. So, Lex. yeah. Oh, I mean, they made the assumption that they were invited. And I think that that should have been the absolute first question, because <laughs> if that's going to determine, of course, they're going to feel sad about it. Um, uh, yeah, not the asshat for sure. They're running a business. Um but it's hard, yeah, when you get your feelings entangled in that. Because, yeah, how can you not feel bad about that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're doing a good pricey. job. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Like, for $2,000 is just the cost of materials? Yeah. They would probably normally charge triple that. Yeah. You wouldn't believe. Printing is, oh, God, it's so expensive. Whether you're doing signage for a store or something like a wedding. Or a cutout, like they yeah. asked, too. It's bad. It's it's pricey. Let's go to the phone lines. You join the conversation. It's your turn now. 651-641-1071. Who do we have first, Lex? Uh, let's talk to Megan first. Hi, Hi Megan. Megan. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. It's good to see you guys on Friday. Good um, to see you. So according to Google, um, the average uh, rate for a wedding planner yeah. is about $3,000. 
Mm-hmm. And then it says top tier planners average up to $12,000. So let's go lowball. Let's just say it was 3000 bucks. Yeah. You can't, you cannot make that level of imposition on a family member and then not have space for them. I yeah. mean, it, it's absurd. And I think back to when I was married back in uh, 1999 and we had to, a lot, um, we had like a little table in the way back of the room where the photographer and the DJ could eat. So we paid for their meal yeah. on top of, you know what I mean? I just, I think it's incredibly selfish and just plain rude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Megan, mm-hmm. always good to talk to you. Have a good day. Thank you. You Thanks, guys too. Megan. Bye. Bye, sweetie. Who do we have next, Lex? All right, let's go to Sharon Lee next. All right, Sharon Lee. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Welcome. Good, how are you? What so, do you want yeah, to say? I think that uh, he's definitely the asshat because, um, yes, the uh, the wedding people are rude and whatever, but he's an asshat because he didn't tell them right off the top, um, this is how much it would normally cost. This would be probably my cost on it, but I'm not going to charge you at all. If he didn't say that and show them how much it was, then he's the asshat for not doing a good uh, contract in the first place. Hmm. I've done oh. that before, gotten caught, and I just swallow it because I didn't do my due diligence in the first place. Hmm. Yeah, you oh. want, to, want him to take responsibility for not asking the question, so you going to pay me for this? <laughs> yeah, but is there, let me share, Sharon, I, Sharon Lee, I absolutely, that's a great point. But can I ask, is there a level of grace that comes in when you're dealing with friends and family? That's the grace. The grace is to make sure you got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. You tell them what it is you expect, what it is you don't expect. You say right from the beginning. Because if you start getting emotional about uh, things like this, you're wasting your happiness. Just okay. swallow the darn thing and, and realize you can't do that in the future. Not that you won't do it, but you have to let them know what it is you're doing, how much it's going to cost, and, and what you're going to say. Hey, could you just cover some of my costs? And that's it. Great points. Mm, we love you, Sharon Lee. Thank wow. you. That's Yeah. Thank you, Sharon Lee. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a great point, especially if the cousin is seeing you just gift all of the printing to other cousins. Now... That, that that's what he wrote here too is that that's what he normally does and that's his wedding gift i i it's a a phrase that i love it's i don't know if it's an hr line but it's a friend of mine's managing expectations it's and it, it's yeah. getting out in front and managing expectations it's a good point thank you sharon lee let's give jill the last uh word here hi jill welcome to the show who's the ass hat here he is and I just have to say, Sharon Lee kind of wrapped it up as to what I was going to share as well. Um, so many of us um, are gracious and giving to people. And it's so sad that um, the wedding party took advantage of that. But I think we need to kind of protect our hearts, too. And mm-hmm. they um, he offered it to the couple, so he has to be the one who's gracious and just give it to them. We can't control how other people act, but in the end, he needs to um, follow through with what he said he was going to gift them, regardless of how they, how the couple treated him in the end, which 
which is really sad, but it just kind of shows us we need to kind of protect ourselves, like Sharon Lee said, unfortunately. Yeah. Lesson learned. Is Lesson learned. Yeah. I would say. Right. Jill, that's a great point. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? And then in the end, gosh, wow, I'm really um, rethinking this because in the end, like what is $2,000 in the end, right? Especially when, you know, you're getting all of this, these messages and also like it's it's damaging relationships because what will they remember? Oh, you charged me for this when you said you were gifting it. And then, yeah, but, and then versus being just, oh, we just, wow, what a great gift. And thank you, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's the, do you yeah. want to be right or do you want to have peace? That right. that line, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good yeah. point. Thanks, everybody, for joining yeah. the conversation. Monday and Wednesdays right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the big stories, headlines, news, dish, gossip in the Dirt Alert. Next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. The stories, headlines, gossip. News that's fit to print, or in our case, mention on the radio. It's <laughs> right. the dirt alerts. What do we have, Don? Well, uh, today we had word uh, yesterday that in the midst of a trial with Twitter, Elon Musk is um, wants to now buy it again. So <laughs> they were suing him because he offered forty four billion for the product for it, and then he started trashing them and. Um, you know, said everything he was going to do and change. And then he ended up saying, I don't want it after all, but they had already gone through some, some negotiations. And so they're like, you can't just, you know, this affects our stocks. It affects everything. You can't just now not, you know, uh, go along with the contract. So now that he's, it's almost time for him to testify in this court case. He's now decided that um, he wants to buy it again Mm. at the original price. He's annoying as hell. It, it is just ridiculous. Um, so, well, Twitter stock went up yesterday by almost 20%. Um, but oh. The deal is, is that um, he, you know, basically said it was trash after he agreed to buy it and started saying that all of those users, he wanted them to prove that they weren't just bots. Um, he also wanted to change the structure of Twitter itself and had all of these plans um, as far as like not banning people and uh, just many things that he wanted to change. People were like, I don't know if this is going to be the same Twitter that we want. Either way, I don't know if they're going to let him. Do they want the offer now? Because that's what they were saying. They're saying you have to buy it now. So now, now he's saying I'll buy it. I don't know mm. if they want to. And I, if I'm working at. This point, at- yeah. And from this and then his other, you know, the last time he tried to buy Twitter to his recent comments. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's about Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. If I am working for that company, I'm like, oh God, can we please have a CEO that just <sighs> does crochet? You know what I mean? <sighs> like just sits and yeah, reads highlights great. magazine. Hookers are great. <laughs> yes. But just a non, can we please have a non controversial CEO? Please. <laughs> That's true. But there's something exciting about Elon Musk. You have to admit, whether you like it or not. He, he does. He says that he has a plan to create the everything app. And I'm wondering what that means exactly. <laughs> hey, so, you, you find him exciting? I do. Yeah. That's interesting. OK. Um, well, just because of the things that he's created and. I used to feel that way, works. but the last year, his PR has yeah. not been good. And it's actually anyway. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, also, I mean, it might boil down to, are you still going to pay me what you paid? Or, you know, what is my role now? How, what kind of restructuring are you going to do? I mean, of course, there's, you know, all the different nuances in that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah he just wants him to drop do. the lawsuit. He says, drop the lawsuit. I'll pay 44 billion. Yeah. Like, just get rid of this lawsuit. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Uh, it's oh. just, he is exhausting. When though. people have ultimate agree. power yeah. over everything, it's kind of can poison the well. I'll just say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. All right. So um, Kanye West, of course, his fashion show in Paris just happened uh, this last week. A lot of controversy surrounding the outfit that he wore that said White Lives Matter on it, as well as uh, the the woman he had with him. Um, so then there was this uh, contributing editor for Vogue. Her name is Gabriella K. Karifa Johnson, and she, you know, she wrote an article about his line, his season nine runway show, and she thinks it's very damaging to um, violent, dangerous, deeply offensive. You know, this is what she reported. So Kanye then puts up a, fr- a, a pictures of her in her outfit mocking her style. So Gigi Hadid was not taking Ugh. this lightly. Um, she condemned Kanye for doing this and, and honored um, the editor. She's one of the biggest you know, fashion editors out there. Um, now Haley Bieber is on board with Gigi's statements, calling out Kanye and saying that uh, when he posted these photos of Gabriella, um, she said, you wish you had the percentage of her intellect. Um, she added, oh as if the honor of being invited to your show should keep someone from giving their opinion. You're a bully and a joke. So <laughs> good job, Ailey Bieber. Ooh. You know, I mean, they're defending this woman who's just reporting. You yeah. know, she's just reporting on what she sees. And he is, you know, petty and um, kind of is mocking her style. He also Speaking said, exhausting. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Yeah, they're both exhausting. Absolutely. And he mentioned about his line this year. This is God's dream, a dream that can't be without the help of God. You know, I think God's doing other things. I don't know you guys, but inspiring a fashion show. I don't know if that's where his attention is or her attention, excuse me, or their attention. I don't know. No, he's they're worrying about the rainforest. And yeah, hopefully, (laughs) man. But that's just one of those ridiculous arguments that's going around. And I'm glad that people are calling him on this kind of behavior. You know, this yeah. is the kind of stuff that Kim Kardashian put up with so long. Not only that, but just her, his control over her life. And 
Oh, boy. I'm just I'm amazed that they can parent together. Honestly, I'm sure they have their ups and downs, but good for her for, you know, for co-parenting so well. Yeah, she has shown a lot of restraint. You know what I mean? That dealing with all the things she could probably say a lot more than she's saying. Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've learned that she has a lot of class when it comes to that. And here's a fun little story about Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. They have a secret code when they text each other in order to sniff out imposters. So um, I guess that, uh, you know, like Lindsay will say, hey, Jamie, it's Lindsay. And she'll say, prove it. And then they have this. They say that they have this rap song that they were both trying to learn when sitting in the car for an entire day together on the filming of Freaky Friday. So then if if she knows that answer, she knows it's Lindsay. <laughs> I think it's just a, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a fun little thing that happens on set and people become friends for the rest of their lives, you know. Yeah. Secret so. little language. And uh, doesn't Lindsay have, she's going to be on a Hallmark Channel movie or yes. a Christmas movie, yep. Jason? Yeah, it's yeah. a new Christmas movie. And uh, with uh, the dude from Glee, uh, who I really love, he's a country music star too. But oh. yeah, it's uh, it's a Christmas oh. Christmas movie. I can't think of his Is name. That Cord, it's a um, Cord Overstreet. 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 Yes, Cord Overstreet. Yes. So those two. We're going to take a break. More of these stories at mytalk1071.com TV talk. Uh, and when we return, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason live for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. If you are looking to make a switch with your dog's food, make the switch to Nutrisource. I love them. I love uh, talking about them every day. They're a Minnesota company that I believe in, and it's uh, based right here. And I love the fact that you're you're keeping your money here and you're doing the best for your dog. Because no matter what stage of life your dog is in, no matter what kind of dog you have, no matter what size your dog is, there is a Nutrisource formula for them. We mentioned this earlier, but if you have a picky eater like we do, Mr. Big, um, they have kombucha, which is their newest uh, product. It's a bone broth food topper that you pour right over the dog's food and boom, they'll start eating. I'm telling you, Mr. Big does. And it contains probiotics, so it's good for their tummy. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Make the switch today. Thank you, Minnesota. Let me know when you feel. Al Pacino has a new deal. What is it? Alexis will tell you in just a little bit. But right now, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. And if you're not around the radio, don't worry. We're right now on your favorite home device that I won't say the name of because it'll activate them around the world or on the app. Take us anywhere. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. A little TV talk. Uh, I teased this earlier, so I'll knock this out. They announced yesterday that Paramount did. They own the rights to Frasier, the spinoff of Cheers uh, that began in 93, ran for, I believe, 11 seasons. Uh, and they revealed that uh, a Frasier reboot is coming, a continuation. And it's going to go on uh, Paramount Plus. They bought it. Oh, now, okay. as is the case, we don't know a lot. They just released that, hey, they bought it, which is so funny. They must really believe in whatever they've seen, whether it's a script treatment or a pitch by Kelsey Grammer. But so all all we know at this point is Kelsey's back. Fraser Crane is back. 
Um, he has moved from Seattle, and it might be about his relationship with his now adult son. Okay. And none of the other principals have uh, signed yet. Oh, David Hyde Pierce? No, which is oh, no. a little disappointing. Yeah. I mean, he's half the show. Yeah. Because a few years ago, you know, they always, just like anyone involved with, a, especially nowadays with Reboot Fever, when you're involved in a, in a successful show like Frasier, you know, you get asked on the red carpet, hey, are you going to do a reboot of Hee Haw or whatever you're involved in? And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and Kelsey got asked all the time. And I found an old interview of both David Hyde Pierce and Kelsey, and they both had the same answer. Uh, similar. The answer was, uh, we would be interested if it was a con- if it was a continuation exploration of the relationship between Fraser and Niles of the brothers. Yeah, but David is not involved as of right now. Mm. So he's playing hard to get. He'll be back. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine it without him. I can't remember. Did you but, watch Frasier, Lex? I love Frasier. Right, that's what I thought. Oh, my okay. gosh, yeah. yes. Oh, it was, yeah, it's it's so good. And I'm hoping, because it's really one of those, you know, when you like the peripheral character characters almost better than the main, just like Unwilling Grace, you know, you'd like Karen and, um, <laughs> oh, gosh, Karen Jack. And, and Jack, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I would hope, but... I think this is great. Now, if he's going to a new city and, and maybe there's a character that's kind of similar, we could still like it. But, yeah, if Paramount Plus is this excited about it and they're, they've already ponied up the money, there has to be a good script and a good yeah. idea, a kernel of something. We hope Roz is back. I mean, you got to have Roz. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Did you watch it, Don? And Daphne? I loved it. You yes. did? Okay. Yes, I loved it. Um, it was like sort of like, I mean, this was on, what was that NBC. What, yeah, what years? Thursdays. 93 uh, through uh, 2004, uh, I believe. Yeah, so I had started radio by then um, when I was 19, and I thought sort of that was what big-time radio was like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like I'm in this little studio working overnights at a, you know, yes. at a, you know, sort of office music type of a station, uh-huh. like a, a strict AC station. Adult contemporary. Yeah. Uh, and you're thinking, wow, if I go with this career, I could be in a studio where there's somebody producing me in another room. <laughs> and then I became that. <laughs> I became the Roz, which is great, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, did did you watch it, Jason? Were you a fan? I, you know, I, I honestly was not. I uh, I loved Cheers. Yeah, and, and and it wasn't a show that I disliked, but for whatever reason, it, it wasn't appointment yeah. viewing for me. But I loved the I loved the characters. I know a lot about it only because it was you know I'm a nerd and um I I was interested in Cheers, so I followed yeah. it. I followed the ratings of it. I followed you know it was it's still considered actually I think it's it's number one. It's considered the most. Ex- successful spinoff ever um as far as accolades and everything i mean if you count ratings if you put the salad together of uh and i did that on purpose um if you put the salad together of ratings and accolades consistent quality 
Yeah. If it's through, not number one, yeah, yeah. And did and you know it was supposed to Emmys at one? Mm-hmm. And did you know it was supposed to be? This is what I love too about the producers, including Jimmy Burroughs. Uh, it was supposed to be set in Denver. Did you guys know that? But there was mm-hmm. an anti-gay law floating around, and because of that, they moved it to Seattle. Oh. In Denver, oh, yeah. Cool. There was a, there was, yeah, the creators did not like that. So, like, nope, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And John Mahoney was only 15 years older than Kelsey Grammer, which oh. still cracks me up to this day. But, yeah. and what a great way to honor him, too, because they can still, without him being here, they could still play around with remembering him. Yeah, absolutely. So, there we go. That's what we know. Um, Paramount Plus, no date. Uh, we don't know exactly when. We don't know who will be involved, but <laughs> we're excited. Stay tuned. Uh, one more piece of TV dish, and then we'll break. And then Al Pacino has a new thing. Lex will tell you about that. But I watched. We referenced this yesterday at this time. I watched the sixth episode of Dahmer last night, and this is the. This was an example of what this show does well. That other true crime dramatizations uh, kind of falters on. And what I mean by that is, you know, the victims are just like numbers. You know, they focus so heavily on the monster that they don't take an opportunity to humanize the victims. They're just on a roster, Mm. you know, you know, the. Uh, obviously in a 10 episode series like Dahmer, you can't get to know every one of his victims, sadly, but this episode was so well done. They focused exclusively on one victim and it was the victim of, of Jeffries. That was um, a man who was deaf and, and you saw a lot of the episode. It was so beautifully directed. You saw it through his Tony was his name, his point of view. Um, So much so that um, with scenes uh, mainly populated by Tony, the sound was taken out. So you really felt his POV. You felt his, his viewpoint of the world. And I love that the producers took the care. They also only hired deaf actors. Oh, wow. Um, and the gentleman that plays Tony was so good. Tony Hughes was the victim's name. Mm. He was so good. It'll break your heart um, because you know how it's going to end. Um, luckily, they don't really show you a lot um, because you really fall in love with Tony mm. and the actor who played Tony. And then Tony's mom, the actress that plays Tony, Ma, Tony's mom will mm. kill you. I mean, just she'll knock your heart out. Just. Um, but it's such a beautifully, you know, it, it's a, it's hard. It's weird to say a beautiful episode a, a, about a show concerning Jeffrey Dahmer, but if you can get to six, it, it's, it's worth your time. And can you remind me the interviews that you watch? What were they with Jeffrey Dahmer? The real interviews? Absolutely. I watched, um, the inside edition one, Don. Okay. I watched the stone Phillips one. Okay. I watched the testimony of the man that escaped. I watched um, uh, the Oprah interview from 94 of Jeffrey's dad. Oh, yes. Um, which was really good. I think that's what I watched when I bought the book. 
Mm-hmm. I saw that interview. Okay, yeah. interview with his dad. Testimony of the testimony Terry. of um, I can't think of Terry. yeah uh, Terry, um, and then the Stone Phillips, and then the Inside Edition interview with Dahmer. Okay, both of those two interviews. The Inside Edition, or I'm sorry, the Dateline Stone Phillips, um, was the final. Um, interview that Dahmer did with Stone Phillips of, of NBC News, but this is so good. If you can get to six, um, it's worth it because it really does put a human face on one of the names you know that you see in the list of of the eighteen, seventeen individuals that he took their lives. So Dahmer is uh, on Netflix right now. We're going to take a break. When we come back, what's Al Pacino doing now? Alexis will tell you next. I've never been and now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It began 11 years ago and would become television's most honored comedy. Thank you, Frazier. Next week, Frazier returns to Thursday. Coffee tomorrow? For its final farewell. I'll miss the coffees. With a wedding. And a baby. Isn't he perfect, Dad? He certainly is, Mom. And for Frasier, the love of his life. The series finale of Frasier, starting at 8, 7 central, NBC next Thursday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, On this Wednesday, October 5th, uh, hour three. Don't forget, the other hours are always available on our app. What's Al Pacino doing, Lex? Oh, Penguin Random House. You know, the book publishers gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That was... Do you need to clear your throat? That is... You got a little slam up in there? That was... Wrong, uh, wrong. I wasn't going to point that out, Dawn. So that's, yes, letter. <laughs> do it. Lex, do it one more time, please. One more time. That was great, Lex. That was fantastic. Oh, man. Well, let's see here. Al Pacino's mm-hmm. closed a book deal. And uh, yeah, I guess they've approached him many times before. And this time he's like, you know what? Let's just do it. Okay. Why not? And uh, so, yeah, he'll be talking about his life lessons. Um, let's see here. There's there's also a book about him called Al Pacino in conversation with Lawrence uh, Grobel. And uh, this was for 25 years. They would have conversations back and forth. So he penned that book. But this is the one from his point, Al Pacino's point of view, growing up in East Harlem and the Bronx, going to high school at the performing arts there of uh, High School of Performing Arts, training at the Actors Studio, and all of his stories about that, his early career. Uh, so he'll go into all of that and all of the different movies that he was in and um, relationships. Oh, so, yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, that's not, no, that's not Al Pacino. That's another one. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been, yeah, who has been romantically um, linked to, including Diane Keaton. Um, so yeah, he'll be talking about all of that and, uh, his much younger girlfriend now. Oh yeah. She is what, a, just How old turned is she? 17 or something. <laughs> <laughs> she is really young. <laughs> is he perusing proms or what? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's tw- 82 and she's the inverse 28. That's not true. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. No, you. I am not kidding. 
She might be okay. 29 now, but um, <laughs> thanks, Lex. He's still 82. <laughs> are you an are you a Pacino fan, Lex? Well, I'm curious to see. Yes, I like his work, and okay. I was really fascinated when he was t- when he took the picture with the Shrek um, phone case. Yeah. There's just something I'm about sorry, him. What? Do you remember that photo that was taken? I think it was Jason Momoa who shared it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, uh, they were all having dinner together, and he had a Shrek phone case and i just that amuses me um so so things like that about him but i am curious to see you know how he grew up and and just trying to make it over and over and then finally getting the big i love those stories regardless of who you are so i mean in that way he must have to he must have a story good enough that you know penguin house is like hey here's a bunch of money For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.